Best wishes to Twitter under the new ownership. Uh, I hope Elon Musk pulls this off. It's made all the right people very, very angry. Legal scholar Jonathan Turley says it's good for free speech and a nightmare for progressives. What is it? It's Elon Musk buying Twitter. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Scott Ott and Zoe Rachel filling in for Bill Whittle this week on Right Angle. And, you know, before we get to the meat of this stuff, if you've got a like button or a star button or a share button or a little alert button or a subscribe button, click them all. Just go go crazy. Just da, 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 on all of them. It helps us out. It really does. And we appreciate that. And it means you get more of the good stuff. Assuming you find this is good stuff. So let's get into this. It's, it was the, the, the chatter of the whole weekend and, of course, Monday when the deal was finalized. But in a multi-billion dollar deal, what was it, $44 billion, $54 billion? I can't remember. $46 billion, Musk, $54 a share. Whew, oh, I wish I had bought some of that uh, at 80 like I usually do. Anyway, Elon <laughs> Musk is taking control of Twitter, and he's really only promised to do two things so far. He has promised to eliminate the spam bots, or as I call them, the hate bots, because they're there to generate all those, the, all those angry hate clicks. And he wants to authenticate every human being. He wants to make sure that everybody is a human being on Twitter really? and that he'll turn the platform into a free speech platform. And of course, this has the progressive left all up in arms. Um, Scott, let me ask you maybe a, a, a two-part question here. The first part is, why do you think that, uh, well, the Twitter employees who are going to Twitter to complain about their new owner um, and lefties in general are complaining about this idea of turning Twitter into a free speech platform? And the other half is, I know you've been off of Twitter for a long time. If, if Musk can make this happen, you'd think you'd come back. Oddly enough, what you just said is something that would make me at least come back and take a look around. Um, and yeah. that is requiring people to authenticate on the site as legitimate yeah. people. I think that what has turned uh, social media into a toxic sewer is the fact that people can be on there anonymously. Like if you could go to public events in your neighborhood and just start screaming at people, you know, at the 7-Eleven or down at the at the mall, um, and there was no way that that would ever bounce back at you because nobody really knew who you were and you could just disappear and it would be you'd be gone and 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 so chaos would ensue, but there would be no personal consequences. I think more people would do that. I don't think a lot of people would do that, but there are enough people. It doesn't take very many people to sow chaos. A small number of people, you know, in the midst of a peaceful crowd who engage in some aberrant behavior can make a mess. So the idea that everybody has to authenticate, I, I hadn't read that before, and I love that. In fact, when I started out on the first internet discussion board that I was on, which is, I think, what they called them back then, I remember making the decision intentionally to use my full name as my handle, so to speak, on that discussion forum. And that was to protect me from myself. That was to say, you <laughs> yes. know, Scott, I know that if you were sniping from the bushes and nobody knew who you were, that you might say some things <laughs> that you would later regret. But if you have to wear that badge, hello, my name is Scott Ott. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my father, prepare to die. Um, I, if I have to wear my own name, then I'm going to be a more civil human being. 
And I think that that would be a great start for Twitter. It was funny because it's exactly the question that I asked myself when I read the coverage in the Wall Street Journal this morning. And I thought, oh, okay, great. Elon Musk is in charge of Twitter. Uh, should I go back and fire up my Twitter account? And I thought, nah. <laughs> Because I'm frankly not really interested in a so-called free speech zone where nobody has accountability. I am interested in a free speech zone where there is accountability in the sense of identifiable parties engaged in civil dialogue. So that would be cool. Yeah, uh, Scott, you made me think of something. I, I was off Twitter for three or four years. I can't remember exactly how long because I didn't like me on Twitter anymore. I mm -hmm. fell into that same trap that so many other people fall into. I'm, you know, I'm human just like anybody else. Of wanting to generate those viral tweets with the, you know, the yeah. stupid hot take to generate those, 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 those nasty clicks, those hates, those likes, those whatever they are. And so I gave it up, and I liked me better. Uh, but after having a, a really long conversation with my friend and colleague Stephen Cruiser at CPAC in February. I realized that I did miss the friends, the real friends I mm. had on Twitter. And so not only did I delete all my old tweets, but I set my account to private. So the only people I'm talking to are the people I want to talk to and vice versa. So it's genuinely social media. These are friends or at least people I like. And apparently enough of them like me for whatever reason that we can have. Yeah, some there's discourse. like one That's person fun. I like on Twitter and, and you know, <laughs> it's not hey, me. Hey, Amy, how you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, so to kind of uh, widen this, broaden this this picture out a little bit, uh, there's an OutKick writer. I hadn't heard of him before, but apparently he's quite good name. Uh, Bobby Barak, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, who noted that just in the last week, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Sean King deleted Twitter. Jon Stewart found out that nobody likes his show. CNN Plus died. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan announced 2 million new subscribers. Uh, wow. the, the judge who struck down the travel mask mandate and Spotify dropped Michelle Obama. You know, we do a lot of doom and gloom on this show, but we're having a pretty good week here, aren't we, buddy? Indeed, man. Sean King, is that that, is that, that dude who looks like a powdered donut? <laughs> Is that, is that the, the guy? Black guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Talcum X. Who? Yeah, Talcum X. Talcum X. Uh, I guess his own, X. his own special version of blackface <laughs> of, of what he's trying to do. Um, uh. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting to see these uh, these people, you know, melt down as far as this go, and and the ramifications or the fallout that's happening from this. And 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 Rush Limbaugh, God bless his soul. God bless his soul. Uh, you know, would say that Twitter is inconsequential. You know, it's like Twitter's, you know, no big deal. And, and and people shouldn't take it as the big deal that it was, you know, in terms of like them like going to get their news there from it first or anything like that. But you can't really say that it's it's not this pointless thing. Uh, I remember, you know, uh, like conservatives would get mad about Trump being on Twitter. It's like, no, it's actually kind of good for him to be there because that's where people are. And if he wants to get his message to him, you definitely want to do that. And so the, the importance of it is is obviously there. Um but I think one thing I want to say about it, though, is, you know, free speech, saying whatever you want and free speech ain't exactly the same thing. Uh, these people already enjoy free speech. We already see that. And man, they say some nasty stuff on there, you know, right. and I guess and I and the thing is, I yeah. guess if they can't do it, I guess if they can't be out and proud and loud and say whatever it is that they want. Uh, without any sort of backlash, well, I guess it's just not free speech anymore. They don't want to be challenged as far as any of this goes. And uh, and this funny thing is, is that despite these people being the 
the um, the champions of free speech, it, it, they really they really don't break down that that First Amendment that they really claim to dig so much. Um, because the people that they don't want to have free speech are like, say, for instance, us, what, uh, us Christian types. Oh, no, the Christians are coming. We got to get out of here. We're going to start dropping people and throwing people under the bus because the Christians are coming. It's like, hey, man, that First Amendment that y'all claim to care about so much. The first right of the First Amendment is free religious exercise. That's the first right. Well, this has no place in political discourse. Anything. Whoa, 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 hold on. What do you mean it has no place with it? Free speech comes right after the freedom of re-religious re exercise. Those things are supposed to go together. They're like neighbors, <laughs> they, they, they go together. You know, so it's like, you can't take that out of it. And, and the free speech isn't the ne necessarily the, the free speech. I mean, you can, but that's not what it's really for. You know, to go out there and harass people and yell at other people and stuff like that. I thought it was about the freedom of, of redress of grievances. I thought that's, you know, you're supposed to be able to say, hey, I don't dig what our representatives are doing without having to worry about being shot. <laughs> it's like, so that's what it was supposed to be for. But they've taken this, man, and they've turned it into something really perverted. And they want to impose that on us while accusing us of trying to impose our morality on them. It's like, no, that's not what it is. We just trying to keep y'all from pushing up on us. That's really all it is. So we can get down to what the real liberty is, this real balance, balance of liberty that you guys really seem to be off balance or bipolar or whatever crap you guys are dealing with, you know, uh, that you guys want to go ahead and label for yourselves. And because you guys don't think you're going to be able to do that, uh, all of a sudden Twitter is this um, hell on earth. Yeah. Yeah, cesspit is the word I hear used most often. Oh, and you know, I forgot to, to, to mention this as part of the good news. You know, uh, the Washington Post and that horrible uh, reporter of theirs, I can't remember her name off the top of my hand, uh, Tyler, Taylor Lorenz, I think. Um, they tried to silence one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Libs of TikTok. And all she does is repost TikTok videos of these crazy progressives spewing their whatever all over the place. And that's 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 all she does is is repost this stuff on Twitter, and they tried to silence her. They they tried to bully her into silence by doxing her. The Washington Post hmm. eventually deleted this and denied it ever happened. The Washington Post posted a link in the story online to this woman's personal information, where she worked, uh, all of this wow. stuff. I mean, they, they the Washington Post doxed somebody, and since that happened, li uh, libs of TikTok has gained three hundred thousand followers. So there's uh, there's some good news for you. And hopefully this won't be an issue anymore if Musk is serious about turning this into a real free speech program. I, I hope he is. We'll see how it pans out. I just want to share with you my favorite reaction from all of this. It comes from uh, the potato man himself, Poppin' Fresh, uh, Brian Stelter, who on uh, <laughs> CNN on Monday said that here's how he explained free speech on Twitter being a bad thing. He said, and don't make me do the voice, I'll break something in my throat. He said, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party or are you going to decide to stay home? Look, I was young and single once and nobody ever said, hey, we could go to that party with all the drugs and naked chicks or we could stay at home and bitch about what's on Fox News. No, Brian. <laughs> Never happened. And I can't believe you ever did. Anyway, that snark aside, uh, best wishes to Twitter under the new ownership. Uh, I hope Elon Musk pulls this off. And if not, 
Man, just pull the plug on this thing, okay? All right, that's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. If you're not a member and you like content like this, why don't you become a member? We'd love to have your support. Go to BillWhittle.com, hit the Join Today button, or uh, make a one-time donation. We'd sure appreciate your help. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. 